Tubotaf and Nun Gimal, the last thing we're discussing, the Mishnah said that if the man did not write that the Ketuba money that he is supposed to give to his wife will be inherited by her boys, then it's an automatic, he still has to give it to them because that's the condition of Betin. And we explained the Gemara, the reason was, so this way her father could put more money into the dowry, so this way we know that his grandchildren, her children, are going to be taken care of. And the Gemara went back and forth trying to explain to us how deep that concept goes. And with that, we are starting Nun Bet Amud Bet, three lines from the bottom where it says Rav Papa, in the middle of the line, where it says that Rav Papa Rav Papa was doing a wedding for his son, with the daughter of Abbasura. And Rashi is uh, straight to point out that Abbasura was Rav Papa's father-in-law. So how could that be? A, a boy marrying his mother's sister. So we ended up explaining that uh, no, it's probably uh, uh, this boy that was getting married was Rav Papa's son from a different wife. Okay, either way, Azila Mikhtav Laktuba. So Rav Papa went to write a Paktuba. Shama Yehuda Bar Meremor. So Yehuda Bar Meremor heard about it. Nafak Ata It Hazile. So he went out to go see uh, what's going on. Kimatu lepitha when they got to the house of Abasura Havaka Mipetar Mine Yehuda Bar Meremor, I just got the point and he says, Okay, yeah, he said I want to leave. Amar le Neul Mor Badai, Shraf Papa said to Yehuda, why don't you come with me? So Haziad Lo Avani Halei, so that the Yehuda wasn't so comfortable with this. Why don't you want to come in? Mishum de Amale Shmuel Rav Yudah is it because what Shmuel told Rav Yudah Shinena sharp one Loteve beibure achsanta don't be involved when a father gives over his inheritance from a boy who's deserving meaning an older boy afilumi bera bisha even from a bad older boy libratava to a good younger boy. Because you never know what zera is going to come out of which child. Maybe all the more so from a boy to a girl. So here you're not happy that I'm writing a dowry to my daughter. This is also a takana from Hachamim. Like we said before, Rabbi Yohanan said in the name of Rabbi Shimon Yohai, that the reason that they had the boys uh, inherit their mother's ketubah, so the father could uh, write more to the to the daughter's dowry. Amar le, so Yehuda bar Merimor told Rav Papa, Hanimile, when did Hachamim make this takana? That's midate. That's if he's doing it on his own. La'asuyeh nami. Well, did Hachamim do this takana even to force him to write this? Amar le, Rav Papa told Yehuda bar Merimor, Atu mikamin alach de'ul ve'asyeh? Did I tell you, let's go in and force this guy to pull money out of him? When you bring me in with you, that's called forcing. Because out of my kavod, he's going to agree to it. Either way, Rafapa forced Yehuda Bar-Mirimor to come in with him, and he went in with him. Yehuda Bar-Mirimor was quiet and he sat there. Sabara hu mirtahratah. So Abbas Surah, he, he thought that Yudah Barmerimor was quiet because he was angry. Maybe he's angry because I didn't give enough to the, to the dowry. So therefore, Katevel lechol maidahavale. And then he wrote everything he has, Lesof, at the end, when he saw that Yehuda Barmerimor was still quiet. Even now you're still not quiet, you're not talking, you're still upset. I, I swear to you, I, I didn't leave anything over here for myself. I gave everything to this dowry. Amar le, Seudabar Memor told the Abba, 
If it was up to me, even what you originally wrote was it was not good. I, I didn't like it. That was way too much. So maybe I should go back. Like Tosfot points out, as long as there was no Kiddushin, we could go back on the deal. No, to, to make yourself one of those people who go back on their words, that's not what I told you to do. That's even more not right. So now, If a woman, a married woman, needs a large sum of money right now, and she has Rektuba, so, let's say she sold her uh, her husband the rights to Ketubah. Meaning, let's say her Ketubah is 52000 She sold it, let's say, for 48000 And what the husband will get back is, if the woman passes away first, he inherits her Ketubah. And if he dies first, she can't get any of the Ketubah money from her husband, or if she gets divorced, she can't get any more Ketubah money, and everything she brought into the marriage, he gets to keep. So she's sort of gambling on herself. So let's say she sold that right of the Ketubah to her husband. Yesh la Ketubah benin dikhrin, or en la Ketubah benin dikhrin. Do her children get that Ketubah money after she passed away, or not? Or do we say, listen, she sold it, she sold it. Why don't you ask the same question with in regards if she forgave the, the, the Ketubah money? So, I'm asking the question if she sold it. You could say that she needed the money and that's why she was basically forced to, to take less. It's as if they gave her a hundred makot using a, a stick with a metal top on it. So she was really an anusa, that's why she made the sale. So if I'm asking over there, Mohelet Mibaya, a lady who on her own is Mohel de Ketubah, do I even have to bring it up? Of course, it's the same question. So Amar It's simple to me, it's Pashud, that if a lady sold her Ketubah to someone else, that means if someone else gave her 48000 so this way, if her husband dies or her husband divorces her, he'll get that $52,000. Pashut, that she has Ketubat benin dechrin. That means if she dies, her children get her Ketubat money. It's Pashut to me. My time, what's the reason it's so Pashut? Because Zuze Ansua, she really needed the money and that's why she sold it. So she didn't give her children's rights up. She only gave up her own rights. And also, Pashut Rabbi says it's also simple to me. Muhelet ktubata If a lady was muheler ktubata her husband, I get it. En la ktubat benindichrin that she's also muhel her children's part of that ktubah money after her death. My tama why? Because ahule ahilta she forgave it. Okay, that's it. She lost all uh, rights, all strength in her ktubah. Ba'ay Rabbi, here's the question. She sold her ketubah to her husband. She did the same thing. She took 48 now, and her husband will get uh, that ketubah later. This way he doesn't have to pay her ketubah anymore. Is it Is it like she sold to someone else? Or is it as if she forgave everything to her husband, and therefore she doesn't get anything? And her children won't get anything. So, after he asked the question, uh, he basically got the answer. A lady who sold a ketubah to her husband, it's like selling it to someone else. 
Why? Because you could say she was forced, she needed the money right now, and therefore she did this deal. So now the Gemara has a question. Matib Rav Baravin has a question. We learned Meta en Yoshin Shalzev en Yoshin Shalzev Yoshin Ktubata. We learned in Masechet Yebamot. Aed came and said this woman's husband died and she got married to a second husband and then the original husband magically comes back. Then she has to get divorced from both of them. She loses the Ktuba from both of them. And if she dies, the first person's Yoshin, the second person's Yoshin, they don't get her Ketuba money. So now the question is very simple on that Mishnah in Yebamot. Ketuba ta ma'abita. What ketubah are we talking about? She doesn't have a ketubah. Ve'amal of papa, ketubat ben indichrin. And of papa explained that we're talking about the ketubah of the mother that the children get after she dies. Meaning, if she dies before her husband, or the fir- before the first and second husband, then the children from both marriages don't get her ketubah. Ve'amai, why can't her children get the ketubah? Ha'chanami lema yetzer and so. Well, you could say over here, there was a yetzer that forced her to get married. The girl, Miskena, she, she was, a, she was a Aguna, she got out of it, now she wants to get married, and that's the reason she got married. You will say also it was an honest, the same thing was honest, she needed the money before, she needed to get married. And the same way, when she needed the money, we said that uh, she, there was an honest, and therefore she, her kids get the ketubah. Say, oh, here also there was an honest, and the kids get the ketubah. The Gemara says, Ha'atam knasahu No, by Aguna... Has nothing to do with halacha. Over there, it was a fine on her. Why? Because she should have checked better, and she didn't check uh, into the fact uh, is her husband really dead or not. And therefore, we're punishing her by taking everything away. So don't bring me a, a proof from that gemara, uh, that mishnah yabamot. So now yativ rabin barhani na kamed rav hasda. Rabin barhani na said in front of rav hasda yativ kamar mishemed rabbi lazar. And rabin said something in the name of rabbi lazar. It says, A lady who forgave her ketubah to her husband in la mezonot. If her husband passes away, she doesn't get uh, food anymore from the yetomim. Remember, the mezonot, the food that she's supposed to get, or the money to go buy food, is part of the condition of the ketubah, and she forgave everything in the ketubah. Amaleh, if you didn't say this in the name of a big rabbi like Rabbi Lazar, I would have told you, If someone pays something back after he got something good, meaning you did something bad to someone did you a favor, it's, it, it, there's, there's always going to be bad in your house. Meaning, this lady took care of you and your family for all these years, and now you're not going to feed her, then you should get punished for that. And Yativ Rav Nachman Ve'ula Ba'avimi Ba'av Pa'ipi Ve'yativ Rav Hiyah Ba'avimi Ga'bayu So you had a nice sit-down Rav Nachman Ula Ba'avimi And Rav Hiyah was there with them And Atahu Gavradish Chibar Arusato And a man came, his Arusa passed away And he wanted to know what does he have to pay And Amri Leh and Rav Nachman Ula Ba'avimi said Zil Kebor Ohav Laketubata Go bury your Arusa or give her, whoever's inheriting her money, give them the Ketubah, the 100, 200, whatever you have. Now, if Hiyah was there, he said, Yeah, but Tanina, didn't we learn in the Braita, Ishto Arusa, Lo Onin, Vidlo Mitamela? If his wife passed away, meaning she was just Arusa, they didn't really get married yet. He does, if he, he's not an Onin, that means if he's a Kohen, he could continue eating Kodashim, and he's not Metameh, that means if he's a Kohen, he doesn't have to bury her. The Kheni, same thing with her, Lo If she's a Kohen, uh, she doesn't have to stop eating Kodashim. Velo Mitameh, Velo Mitameh Alo, and there's no Mitzvah for her to bury him. 
Meta eno yorsha. If she dies, he doesn't get any of the inheritance from her. Met who, if he dies, go back to Bata. She gets her regular mane, matayim, whatever the basic of the ketuba is. And the Gemara Shana Vidayek, Ta'amad Demetu, the whole thing is because he passed away while she's alive. Hametahi, let's say she passed away. And La Ketuba, she doesn't get the Ketuba. And he doesn't have to bury her because he's not Yoresher. And the Gemara asks, My Ta'amad, why don't we say that he has to bury her? At the end of the day, he is, I have to give her 100, 200, at least the base of the Ketuba. So Amar Koreba because I can't uh, because whatever is written in the Ktuba is not true because in the Ktuba it says when you get married to someone else you will get whatever you deserved you'll get your Ktuba money meaning it's only if he dies or he divorces her then he'll give her Ktuba but if she dies then he doesn't owe anything and therefore as long as he doesn't owe anything he doesn't have to bury her. And Kiata Ravin, and Ravin came from Etzel to Babel, he told everyone in Babel what he heard over there. And Amarish Lakish, and he said that, Resh Lakish said, Arusa Shemata en la Ketuba. That Arusa who passed away, she doesn't get that Ketuba, meaning her, anything that is altered from the Ketuba, like her husband burying her, she doesn't deserve. And Amarish Abaye, and Abaye, when he heard that, he said, Zilu Amred, go tell Rabin. Take that favor that you did, that you brought us what Rishlaki said, and throw it at the thorns. Meaning, Ravoshaya already explained that in Babel. We just saw Ravoshaya a second ago. He says, because what the Ketubah, it says, when you marry someone else, you'll get your Ketubah. I mean, he's not having a Ketubah. We already explained that in Babel. We don't need whatever you explained from Eretz Israel. So again, with that original story of Hayah was upset that Rav Nachman Olavi me, he brought them a Braita with an explanation from Rav Oshaya, and they couldn't answer anything. There was no reason to be Mehayev the guy to bury his uh, Arusa or give a Ketubah. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, Benan Nukabandi Viyan Lichim Minai. The daughters that you'll have from me will, will eat after I pass away will continue eating from, uh, the, from my assets. And the question is, until when do they eat from those assets? Rav Tane Govrin. Rav said, or at least he added in his Mishnah, that it's until they get married to someone. Velevi Tane and Levi wrote in his Mishnah, until they become Bogrot, once they reach 12 and a half. And the Gemara asked the obvious question, according to Rav, even if they're Bogrot, they still get food. Meaning, if it all depends if they're married or not, she could be 30 years old. If she's not married yet, she could still eat from the father's assets. And according to Levi, let's say she's 12 years old and she got married. Or let's say she's a 7-year-old. Her father married her off when she was 4. She's now 7. She could still eat, even though she's married to someone else, because she's not a Bogeret. Rather, you have to explain as follows. If she's a Bogeret, but she's not married yet, or if she got married, even though she's not a Bogeret yet, according to Rav and Levi, they don't get Mezonot anymore. Because it's either marriage or the Bagrut that makes them not eat anymore. The question is, Here we're talking about a situation where she was engaged. Her father was Mekadesh, then he passed away. The question over there is, does she get Mezonot or not?
And you would have to explain as follows, that according to Rav, we said it all depends if she gets married or not. Listen, this, uh, the, she got engaged, and therefore she doesn't get mizanot from the father anymore. And according to Levi, until she becomes a bogeret, and uh, she's not married to the other guy yet, she's not a bogeret yet, so she should continue eating from her father's assets. Vechentane Levi bematnite, Levi taught in his Mishnayot, that the father has to feed these girls from their assets. And, and he wrote as follows in the, in the Mishnah. Until they become Bogrot and the time for their wedding comes, this way that her husband or whoever supposed to be married her has to now pay for her food. And the Gemara asks, Tarte, why do you need both? Why do you need them to be Bogrot and their time to get married to come? So the Gemara explains, Ela, you have to explain, what does it mean? Or that you become Bogret, or the time for the wedding comes. Meaning, whatever time comes first, the father doesn't have to feed the, the girls anymore from the, his assets. And Ketana'e, this Machloket Rav Levi is the Machloket of Tanaim. The Braita said, Ad Matai Habat Nizonet, until when does the daughter get food or get the money for, to buy food from her father's assets? Achetares. Until she gets uh, engaged. According to Rabbi Lazar, it's until she becomes a Bogeret. So you see that Tanakama holds like Rav, that all depends when she got engaged. And according to Rabbi Lazar, it holds like Levi until she becomes a Bogeret or she gets married. And Tanir of Yosef, and of Yosef, uh, he taught in his Mishnayot, until they become to another person. Now, what does Dehavian uh, mean? It means Sheyu. What does that mean? So the question is, Havaya de Rusin or Havaya de Nusin? This Havaya, what is it? Is it that they should be Mehoras engaged or actually married? And the Gemara says, Teko, we don't know what Rav Yosef meant. And Amar le Rav Hasdada Rav Yosef, Rav Hasdada told Rav Yosef, Mishemi Allah Mined Rav Yudad, did you hear from Rabbi Yudah Arusa, if an Arusa Yetoma who was engaged, Yesh la Mezonot or En la Mezonot? Does her father have to, or does her father's assets have to give her food or not? Amar le, and Rav Yosef told Rav Hasdada, Mashma lo I never heard anything from Avuda. Ela misvara. Just it makes sense. Letla. She she doesn't get anything. Why? Kevan de irsa lo nihale de titazil. Meaning the whole reason that the father is supposed to give her food is so that she doesn't go knocking on uh, the doors. Meaning once he passes away, he wants his daughters to have money so she doesn't uh, be disgraced by knocking on doors asking people for money. Here, if she's engaged, her, her arus is going to make sure that she has food and she's not going to be knocking on doors. And Amar Leh, and Rav Hazat told Rav Yosef, if you'd never actually heard it from Abidah, Misvara Itla, I could say that really logic says that she does get. Why? Since this Arus doesn't know 100% he's going to marry her, they could always break off the engagement. So he's not going to give her food. Some say the, the total opposite that Amar uh, that Rav Yosef told Rav Hasda Mashmalo Shemi Ali Misvara Itla. I uh, I never heard it straight from Yehuda, but it makes sense that she does have Kevan de Lokim the Begava because he doesn't know he's going to get married or not. Losha Dezuzebichde. He's not going to just throw out the money until they're actually married. And Amar Lin Rav Hasda told Rav Yosef Imashmalo Shemi Alach. If you heard, if you never heard this from Yehuda Misvara. Lately, I could say logically she doesn't get uh, any money from her father's assets. Why? Since he, he, he got engaged to her, no one wants that his arusah should go around knocking on doors and be disgraced. Now the Gemara has about five questions about the chiyuv of mezonot, and the siman for the next five questions is siman de gavre sak zaraf 
מענה ובמה שנהיה ארוסה ואנוסה. So let's go slowly. Number one, ba'umineh me'avsheshat. Rabbi is asked avsheshat, mima'enet. A young girl who was yetoma and her mother or brother married her off and she could always protest the marriage. So she protested the marriage. Yesh la mezonot o en la mezonot. Does she get money from her father's assets or not? Oh, that's it. So Amr le'urav sheshat, tenitua, we learned in the Brayta, almana bebet aviha, an almana widow in her father's house. Or a divorcee when she goes back to her father. Or she's supposed to get married to the brother. She didn't get married to him yet. She goes back home to her father. She does get food from her father's assets. Depends. If she's still in her parents' house, then she gets her mezonot. If she's not in her father's house anymore she has her own apartment and uh, she's with the kids over there and la mezonot and she doesn't get mezonot so the gemara asks the question rabbi huda hainu tanakama rabbi huda the chora saying the same thing as tanakama they're both saying that if she's by her father's house then she gets mezonot but if she got married and she went somewhere else she doesn't get mezonot so the gemara explains now you have to say that the mema'enet the girl who protests her marriage that's a difference. The Tanakama Sabad, according to Tanakama Itla, she does have. So therefore, if she's an Almana in her father's house, she doesn't get Mezonot. Same thing with the Mimaenet, who went back home, she gets her Mezonot. According to Biuda, she doesn't get anymore because only when she's still in her father's house, meaning she never left there, she gets her the Mezonot. But once she walked out, she loses the, the mezonot, and same thing with the mimeinet. Since she walked out even for a short time, then she lost her mezonot. Now, question number two: Ba'eresh Lakish Bat Yevama. If Reuven passes away, Shimon marries Leah. They have a daughter. Yesh la mezonot or en la mezonot? Does she get uh, uh, food from from Shimon's uh, assets or not? And the Gemara explains. Meaning, Kevan de Amar Mork to Batal Nixebala Harishon Letla. Do we say since this Yebama, her Ketubah really goes on the assets of the older brother, the brother who passed away, therefore the little girl doesn't get anything from the from her father now, from Shimon, or maybe we're going to say, listen, since let's say Reuben doesn't have any money and Shimon has the money, Hachamim say that the second husband, meaning Shimon, the, the second brother, is the one who has to give her, so therefore this little girl, does get f- uh, money for food from uh, her actual real biological father. Uh, Teko, the Gemara, is left with a question. Question number three. Ba'er Azar. Rabbi Azar asks a question. Bat If a person married uh, one of the secondary arayot, and this uh, secondary arayot, they got married together, which in the Torah works from the, the Rabbanan, it doesn't work. So, and they, they had a daughter. Right, and then he dies. Yesh la mezonot or en la mezonot? Does she get fed or not? Meaning, does she get money from her father's assets or not? Do we say kevan delet la ketuba? Since her mother, since she's a shenia la'arayot, she doesn't get a ketuba. Hakamim said this marriage is not good. Therefore, you don't get a ketuba. Therefore, the daughter doesn't get mezonot or dilma or maybe. Maybe her mother did the isur. Okay, so her mother is, uh, gets has that fine, and therefore her mother doesn't get the ketubah. But this little girl didn't do anything wrong. Maybe hachamim were not uh, uh, Maybe she gets her food from the, her father's uh, assets. 
take on the Gemara stage with a question that we don't know the answer. And question number four, Ba'erabba bat arusa, the daughter of an arusa, person was with his arusa before they got married and they had a daughter, and then he died. Yesh la mezonot or en la mezonot? Does she get uh, food from her father's assets or not? Kevan de it la ktuba, since her mother has a ktuba, itla, therefore the little girl gets to eat from her father's assets, or maybe kevan de lota kinu rabanan ketuba at sha'at nisuin, or maybe Hachamim said, the ketuba doesn't take effect until there's an actual marriage letla, therefore she doesn't get teko, the Gemara doesn't know how to look at it and the answer is teko, and there's one more question we'll do it tomorrow, but we'll stop right here, baruch Hashem le'olam, amen ve'amen